Hey, what's up, Mets fans, and welcome back to another episode of the Mets Talk Podcast. I'm your host, Greg Cutajar, and I can't wait to get back into talking about the New York Mets. So today is April 18th, and I'm going to be breaking down the Mets' 2-1 victory over the Colorado Rockies, which gave them another Series W after the sweep last week of the Philadelphia Phillies, although I know the the last game wasn't played. But still, three three games, three wins, and then taking two out of three here from the Rockies. I am just really excited, really pumped about this win today. So I'm going to dive into what we saw from this team and give you all my thoughts on how the Mets performed. So I think the first thing to note, the the real amazing performance from today was Marcus Stroman. He pitched lights out. He pitched eight innings of three hit, one run ball. He had five strikeouts. He did have a walk, but, you know, he was just locked in. He was on fire, really, and he was just super fun to watch out there. So in the fourth inning, he gave up a walk, but after that, he retired the next 12 in a row, which was great to see. Then he gave up a double and a single to give up the run, but, you know, overall, he was just great on the mound. But, you know, to flip the script offensively, it it's kind of, it was the same old Mets today. The Mets went one for eight with runners in scoring position. They were able to get some runs on the board early in the second inning. Jeff McNeil grounded out so that Michael Conforto could score. And J.D. Davis in the fourth inning, in only his second game back from the I.L., was able to single after the inning was kept going on an error and drove in Jeff McNeil. But those were the only two runs the Mets had today. They had chances. You know, I feel like a broken record going over all the times the Mets have had chances. And they just really weren't able to to get a lot of the get a lot home. And, you know, honestly, this entire series was, you know, a lot of the same old Mets with them not being able to score with runners in scoring position. In the first game of the series yesterday, in the first game of a doubleheader, the Mets went 3-for-13 with runners in scoring position. Now, they did get the win, and I documented it all on my Twitter, at PodMets. Usually when I'm not able to make a podcast for a game, I will be tweeting, live tweeting as much as I can on my Twitter, so be sure to go check out that, you know, just a little plug here in the middle of the episode, but... I, I was tweeting a lot because they weren't able to score, and classic, it was Ford Gram who was having just an absolutely legendary game out there. He had 14 strikeouts with nine in a row at one point, so that was frustrating to watch. And then in the second game, the Mets just were really not able to get any offense going off of Germán Marquez, who, who ended up only allowing two hits over the entire game. So that was a little disappointing to see the offensive showing yesterday. was hoping that today the Mets could, you know, turn things around and, and look a little bit better, but unfortunately they really weren't. They did have seven hits, and in the first game they had 11 hits. So, you know, they're hitting, and that was, that's been the story, is they have been hitting, they just have not been able to drive in runs. Now, on the you know, flipping back to the defensive side, you know, I just highlighted Stroman and also talked about DeGrom having a great game yesterday. If I am going to mention the second game of the doubleheader, Joey Lucchese pitched and he really struggled. And then Jacob Barnes came in from the bullpen and also struggled. So, you know, there wasn't wasn't much pitching in the second game that was was very positive, honestly. Although Lucchese did did figure himself out, and Robert Gesellman came in and looked pretty solid. And Trevor Hildenberger pitched a nice scoreless inning as well. So that was nice to see. But, you know, going back to the defense talking about today, there were some really, really great defensive plays to, you know, help this, help this game end in a win. 
One of them came in the eighth inning when when Marcus Stroman made a great play behind his back. It was a ground ball. He stuck his arm not even looking at where the ball was and was able to pick it off the ground. He made a, a kind of a weird like off his back foot throw, which the ball barely even made it the first because it, it ended up rolling on the ground. But, you know, it was a great defensive play. And then uh, another one I want to point out was the game ending play. James McCann gunned down Trevor Story at second base. He threw a perfect strike to second base and Francisco Lindor made a great tag. And you know, while I was saying earlier that, oh, same old Mets offensively because they really just have not been able to get anything going when it comes to knocking in runners, on the on the flip side, the defense, you know, that play just would not have happened any other year. Those are two new players on the Mets, two players who the Mets got for their defensive abilities, James McCann behind the plate and Francisco Lindor at shortstop. And Together, they combined for an amazing play, which ended the game and, you know, frankly, kind of saved the game because had Story been safe, you have Charlie Blackman. Charlie Blackman was up to to bat. You know, he hits a single, the game's tied, and who knows where the game will go from there because, like I said, the Mets were not able to hit with runners in the scoring position. So, you know, it, it was a really great showing at the end of the game with those defensive plays to really keep this very close game, 2-1, to one, a close game, and give the Mets the win. I think another another player that I, I want to highlight in this episode is Edwin Diaz. Yesterday, he came in with three great strikeouts in the DeGrom game to seal the win for the team as well as to seal the win for DeGrom. So that was a great showing. And then today, Diaz came out. He looked great. He, had, he did allow one hit to Trevor Story, but... You know, one inning pitch was able to induce a line out to Francisco Lindor, a, a deep fly out. I will, I will mention to Brandon Nimmo. That was a little scary, but you know, was able to get two outs. And then, like I said, James McCann with a great defensive play. So, you know, I, I'm very happy with how this series went. Obviously, getting wins is number one priority. I would have obviously liked to sweep it. I think the Mets are a good enough team that they should be sweeping the Colorado Rockies. But, you know, it was a seven-inning doubleheader. It, they've been dealing with all these crazy rainouts and delays. And it was Joey Lucchese's first game starting this year. So I wasn't wasn't too concerned with dropping that game. Obviously, a win would have been nice. But, you know, you can't win all of them. But it was great to see the Mets come back today and bounce back. You know, Marcus Stroman just pitched an amazing game. I've been going on and on about that because Marcus Stroman really has been looking, I don't know, he's just been looking extraordinary on the mound. He, for his, for the season right now, he's got three wins, no losses with an 090 ERA. That's, you know, outstanding. And, you know, more wins than DeGrom, although DeGrom is one and one with a 045 ERA. But, you know, it's, it's awesome to have two guys like that at the top of your rotation. And like I said last week, Peterson pitched a great game, and we've been seeing some good stuff from Taiwan Walker as well. And, you know, Joey Lucchese had a rough game. But overall, this this rotation is looking great. And add on to that, that Carrasco is going to be coming back soon. Carlos Carrasco will be back hopefully within the next few weeks. And then, you know, a few weeks later from there, Noah Syndergaard comes back. 
you know, as bad as the Mets offense has been at generating runs, the Mets rotation, on the other hand, has really been keeping them in these games. And not to mention they played this weekend in Colorado, which is an extremely difficult park for pitchers to play in. So I'm just pretty happy with the performance for the Mets, especially since they had such a difficult series of events leading up to the the series with a rainout on Thursday, a snow out on Friday. So yeah, I'm just very happy with what I saw, and hopefully the Mets can keep it rolling as they head to Wrigley Field on Tuesday. The Mets take on the Cubs at 740 on Tuesday when Taiwan Walker takes the mound. Right now, the Cubs have not announced who's going to be pitching on Tuesday, but I'm just excited to be see Taiwan Walker go out there. Right now, he's 0-0 with a 2.61 ERA and 12 strikeouts in his two starts. The Mets do not play tomorrow, which is so unfortunate for a couple of reasons. A, because I'd love to to watch the Mets, and B, because it's frustrating that the Mets aren't really able to get on a roll, and I think that has to do with the struggles they've had offensively. But after this off day tomorrow, the Mets do have six games in a row against the Cubs and the Nationals. And then they do have two off days next week. So it's it, it, they do have a lot of off days, but hopefully having these longer series of games, these longer stretches of games, six games coming up, they can really get on a roll, get the offense going. Because we did see, we did see some guys start to get going. Conforto had a great series against Colorado. We saw Lindor get some clutch hits. McNeil was getting some nice hits. Alonzo hit a home run and had a couple of nice hits as well. So, you know, the offense is showing signs. They just haven't really been able to get on a roll. And I'm hoping once the Mets get away from these out-of-the-blue postponements, they can hopefully, you know, get on a roll and have the offense looking pretty solid out there. So we'll have to see, but I'm really excited after this series for what is to come from the Mets. So let me know what you think. Send any thoughts, questions, opinions about anything I've said about the Mets or about this series to my Twitter at PodMets. I love to talk Mets and I'd love to hear from you all. So be sure to go and tweet and follow at PodMets on Twitter. So that is going to be it. Thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate it. Like I just said, be sure to follow my Twitter at PodMets and follow the podcast wherever you listen so that you can get new episodes as soon as they drop. Thank you so much again for listening, and as always, let's go Mets!